Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, a warm welcome to you today on this uh, seventh Sunday, this last Sunday of Easter. So pull up your last staled peeps and that uh, old Cadbury egg, and uh, let's get into the text. I love how Jim referred to today in his e-news as uh, in-between Sunday. We are in between Jesus' triumphal ascension and his return. These are the last days. We've been in the last days for about 2,000 years. But existentially, also everywhere you look right now, New York City seems to be in between times. We are in between kind of closed and open And these in-between times typically are, um, uh, they come with a lot of uh, suffering, and sometimes they come most certainly with anxiety. The other day I walked past one of my favorite establishments in the neighborhood, and they are in-between open, if you will. They have kind of a reduced menu, and you can go in and order, and while I was in there, the proprietor came out and he saw me and gave me an elbow bump, and he said, Reverend... And he said this with fear and anxiety in his voice. He said, Reverend, would you pray for us? Because I'm not sure we're going to make it. Maybe that's how you're feeling. You know, you've been thinking about your marriage and you're thinking, I'm not sure we're going to make it. You've been thinking about uh, your work. I'm not sure we're going to make it. You've been thinking about just your own life. I'm not sure we're going to make it. And maybe this is how you were feeling before COVID hit, and all of a sudden this whole thing has just kind of exasperated everything. St. Paul's epistle was addressed to Christians who were undergoing tremendous stress. They were undergoing tremendous persecution and suffering for their faith, and many of them were beginning to ask the question, not sure I'm going to make it. Might be easier to go back and worship a sun god. You know, it might just be easier to kneel to Caesar. You know, a lot of them thought that Jesus would return within their lifetime. And as these last days just kind of seemed to extend, they began to face real suffering and real persecution for their faith. And St. Peter writes to this young church, and he also says to all of us in this epistle something very shocking. He says two things that really caught me off guard this time around. The first is... Don't be surprised by the suffering and anxiety you're experiencing. And then two, not only don't be surprised by it, but rejoice in it. I think so often we think because our sufferings and our misfortunes catch us off guard, that they catch God off guard as well. And nothing could be further from the truth. All of your life, the good and especially the bad and the ugly, are actually part of a plan. They're part of a plan for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. I love mountaintop experiences. But they're oftentimes only profound because of the difficult challenge to the top. Think about good wine. Hat tip Jessica Green. But think about good wine. It's never aged in a garden with sunlight shining on it. Good wine is aged oftentimes in a dark cellar. God is at work 
especially in the difficult and dark parts of our lives. Like wine, he's aging us, but making us sometimes not only better, but brand new. And this is my first point. I'm not sure if I can make it, you may be asking. Yes, you will. Because your current issues are not meaningless. Your situation is not the act of a capricious God who's aloof and has set things negatively in motion in your life and has journeyed off to a celestial Acapulco at this time. No, you will make it because God is at work in this moment as he is carrying you. He has a plan. It may not look like the way you hoped, That's for sure. But he is using this situation to grow and to stretch you. And he's using this situation to draw you to himself. As Jesus prays in our gospel reading, that high priestly prayer. All mine are yours. And yours are mine, praying to God the Father. And I have been glorified in them. Remember. God's glory in this age is hidden and revealed profoundly in the cross of Jesus. Glory for the Christian takes a cruciform shape. Now this epistle to St. Peter by St. Peter is is a timeless one. Because St. Peter goes on to talk about both humility and anxiety in our text. And the truth is, is that anxiety and humility are linked together. They're connected When our anxiety is in charge, I know especially for me, it always puts humility in the back seat. As a matter of fact, it puts humility in the trunk because anxiety deceives me into thinking that the situation is up to me, that somehow I have to control and solve the problem as opposed to remembering and turning those situations over to the one who's got it all under control. And has called me according to his purposes. This in-between time has come with a lot of anxiety. Because the world and even our hearts keep telling us that it's ultimately up to us. I mean, how many times have you heard this week, if only you had sheltered in place two weeks earlier, did you do all that you could do to stop the spread of corona? And now, as these issues have become politicized, you know, join us in the resistance and don't wear a mask. It's up to you to defend your liberties and freedom. It's condemning. It feels as if the weight of the world is now on our shoulders. What we are facing, St. Peter points out, is no simple conflict. This is a spiritual battle against the very devil himself. The accuser who loves to work through our subconscious and our conscious and point out our shortcomings and fool us and deceive us into believing that somehow we are in control and it's up to us. Let me tell you, there are not enough baking recipes to pacify the anxiety that this creates. As Christians, this in-between time calls for patience with each other. This in-between time calls for endurance and for gentleness and faithfulness. And most importantly, prayer. It is a time of great humility 
When, as St. Peter writes, we cast our anxieties upon Christ. Now, what does he mean when he writes, cast your anxieties upon him? What's being conveyed here? Well, this is one of the unique images of God in Christianity. Unfortunately, it's being lost in a lot of places as we've put the emphasis on us. I mean, a lot of things that masquerade as Christianity are just more anxiety-producing. But what Peter is trying to convey to you is that this is the God who serves you. The word for cast in Greek conveys an image of a giant weight that needs to be carried by a beast of burden like an ox or a donkey because you cannot do it. Why, that's the beginning of humility. I can't do it. Humility is possible when that confession comes out of our mouth and we can cast our anxiety on God. And that's possible because this God who serves you is the same God who cares for you, as he writes. And this is my second point. Our God is the God who serves us first. He serves us first. And in that service, he demonstrates that he is our beast of burden and that he cares for you. And he demonstrates that he cares for you because he has already shouldered those burdens on the cross. You need not bear the anxieties that come from the burdens of the world. For those have already been shouldered for you by your wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus, Jesus cares about the things that you're worried about. And St. Peter wants you to know that you can trust Christ with those things that are keeping you up at night. You can cast your burdens upon him. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that he's strong in the midst of it. And it's the first step to humility. And this statement, this statement, you, because he cares about you, See, this isn't some sort of nice thing to say to folks living in the in-between. This isn't just something that's great for Hallmark cards. Rather, this statement hangs on the one thing that enables you to stand against the devil and his accusations. Now, the translation here uh, can be misinterpreted. It says, if you take a look, your faith, which can imply it's up to you. Instead, though, in the Greek, a better translation, a better interpretation is, resist him steadfast in the faith. The faith that we have received from the apostles. The faith that we confess in the creed. The faith that heralds how God and Christ has served you. Christ has died for you. Christ has risen for you. And Christ most certainly is coming again for you. St. Peter reminds the church and all of us that God doesn't leave his people in the clutches of persecution. 
nor does he abandon us to our anxieties. He writes, and let God's word bring you comfort here. After you have suffered a little while, not you're getting out of it, but after you have suffered a little while, and the idea here may be your whole life, the God of all grace, not the God who wants to challenge you, but the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will, not in a partnership, but him alone, will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. He's the one who serves you. He's the one who does it all. And this is my third point. This is the message of Easter. This is the hope of the gospel. That as a good shepherd, in the midst of your anxiety, Jesus sets sheep who have fallen over back on their feet again. Jesus restores those who are down. And Jesus strengthens those of us who are weak. And he does all of this by making us steadfast in the faith. The one faith that sustains us. The one faith that restores and keeps us. The faith that strengthens and establishes us and the whole church keeping us in Christ and by the Holy Spirit in this in-between time, Jesus' ascension and his reappearing the last day. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.